Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Best of Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. Ah, here we are. Last show for a while. Live in Los Angeles, it's The Hurt, wherever you may be, however you may be listening. iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, FS1. J-Mac joining alongside. We're both going to get a little ski weekend. Your kid's doing the skiing. I'm doing the skiing. Nine days to take a breath post-Super Bowl. This is our final show. And there are a lot of things building up. It's going to be slow next week in sports. It's not slow today. Got the dunk contest this weekend. I know you're excited. Been to a couple of those. <laughs> it's actually in Salt Lake, and I'm headed there tomorrow morning, so it was hard to get tickets. There's a lot of people. You got Ski Week. You got and Ski Week, by the way, in California has this thing where I know it's weird, but it's a little bit much, yeah. It is. We have a Ski Week, so kids get out to go skiing. We have a lot of mountains out I'm more excited for spring break, which is right around the corner yeah. after March Madness, yes. So I want to talk about Michael Jordan. It's his 60th birthday. He's, he's still, like, mythical, right? And he, we always kind of pull apart LeBron and uh, Michael, and I think they're viewed as the two best basketball players ever. Uh, you know, centers, Kareem had some genetic advantages being that tall, and, uh, um, you know, Bill Russell was part of a dynasty where they just simply had more good players than everybody. He won 11 titles, but I think most people look at LeBron and, um, you know, Michael is the two greatest basketball players. They're the two greatest basketball players I've ever seen. Um, and their careers actually have a lot of similarities. They, they had four stages. So if you go to stage one for Michael Jordan, uh, they couldn't get the coach right. He eventually fell in love with one coach, Doug Collins, but they had to get rid of him. But they couldn't get the roster right. Took him a while to get the right coach. He won scoring titles. It was the show-off stage. We were witnessing something that Larry Bird couldn't wrap his brain around. He was dropping, but nothing in terms of titles. 
LeBron's first stage had a coach he loved, Mike Brown. Everybody loves Mike Brown. They couldn't get the roster right. He had misgivings like Michael did about the Bulls owner. LeBron started at the end having misgivings about the Cleveland owner. They got to a finals, swept, couldn't win a title, couldn't get things right. Stage two for both. Stage two, Michael finally gets the great Phil Jackson and the great Scottie Pippen. He gets his Robin and he gets his coach. He goes on a run. Not just scoring, pulling back and giving a little more. Centerpiece still, but now he's got help. Stage two for LeBron. He finally gets a Hall of Fame coach like Jordan did in stage two and his best Robin D. Wade. He's not every night having to lead the team like Jordan in stage two, although he is clearly the centerpiece. But lots of shooters on the wing, lots of great players around him, including a Pippen for Jordan and O.D. Wade, the great Robins ever, right? And then stage three, of course, is Michael takes a break and then comes back in that bumpy year losing to Orlando, right? And stage three for LeBron is he moves away from the dynasty uh, and then he goes back to Cleveland. Jordan went back to the NBA. LeBron goes back to Cleveland. That first year, they're good. It gets very bumpy at the end. Everybody gets hurt. It's he and Matthew Dellavedova against the Warriors. Michael wins it. The second year, he's back. LeBron wins it second year in Cleveland. All right? And then you go. And then, again, very good vibes. The second time back for Michael. Great vibes for LeBron going back to Cleveland. No longer the villain. There's the letter. It feels wonderful. And then stage four, it gets really messy for both. The Warriors, uh, the Wizards situation was just a mess. Teammates didn't like him. And the Lakers situation. LeBron didn't like the young kids, got rid of them. Now probably regrets he doesn't have Kuzma, Anthony Davis. They get a bubble title. But let's be honest about the four or five years here for LeBron. It's just messy. <laughs> it's just how many players, how many lineups, how many guys he's bothered by. Even Anthony Davis. I was told again last night by somebody close to the Lakers, LeBron AD's not ideal. It's not perfect. It's not great, despite what you may see on a video clip, digital clip here or there. And the lesson we learn from both is, as great as LeBron and Michael Jordan are, they were at their very best when they had support. An elite head coach and a great Robin. The entire time, the ownership situation, never perfect for LeBron. He and Dan Gilbert, issues, Laker ownership right now feels small like the corner store among billionaires and Michael Jordan Jerry Reinsdorf is never tight Jerry Krause the GM never great both were at their best with the coach and the teammate and neither in the end can overcome bad leadership we pull these guys apart their careers went in stages they're a lot more similar than we think MJ's brand continues to thrive, and when LeBron retires in three or four years, his will last for two decades as well, or more. So um, I, 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 I want to talk about, speaking of Chicago, the Justin Fields story. Three days ago, I brought this up, and I was considered ridiculous and ludicrous. Now everybody's talking about it. So there's something called the placebo effect. I read about it a couple days ago again. It's pretty well known that you can talk yourself into being sick or getting better more quickly. Studies indicate 
you've all heard this, if you take a pill that has no medical advantages, but you think it works, to some degree it does. If you wake up in a bad mood, it's up to you to turn it around or it's going to be a crappy day. Our minds control our health to a, to a strong degree. And so there's always been an understanding cold weather is harder to play in for quarterbacks, right? But yet Brady, Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Big Ben often saw it as an advantage. Brady saw it as an advantage that Peyton Manning, who played in the warm SEC, and then in a dome in Indy would have to go to Foxborough. He viewed it as an absolute advantage. There's a clip on the internet we can't use because of licensing where in a snowstorm, they have Mahomes on the bench mic and he's going on saying, I'm a snow guy. He goes, I love it. I'm just sitting back there. Linebackers can't move. I love playing in the snow. Burrow, Midwest kid, always views it as an advantage. Justin Fields from the South Georgia, a lot warmer weather, does not like the cold weather. He's talking to, um, was it Barstool? Yeah, pardon, pardon my uh, take podcast. And he talks about how the Chicago weather is really, really a bummer and hard to plan. I hope we just get a dome. I don't, I don't yeah. care if we're at Soldier Field. I don't care if we're in Arlington Heights. I, I, I hope we get a dome. You know, it can be cold. It can be 10 degrees. With no wind, you're fine. But with that 15-mile-per-hour wind, 20-mile-per-hour wind, mm -hmm. I mean... You can't fight it, it's tough. When it's that cold, you have to bundle up, like put a bunch of layers on and stuff like that, and your body's cold, so you're not warmed up. So I feel like way slower in that cold weather. It's hard to stay warm in that weather. If you look at Favre and Brady and Bradshaw and Ben and Aaron Rodgers, even the California kid, they all say they view it as an advantage. Brady has won 87% of his games in cold weather. Mahomes' passer rating, 111. Burroughs, 105. They're not seeking comfort. All of them are seeking an edge. It is an edge to play in Chicago. Field sees it as an issue. It's hard. I feel slower. It goes back to the placebo effect. You're talking yourself into this thing not working. Like, I get it. It's cold. Great quarterbacks are not seeking comfort. They're all seeking an edge. Chicago's an edge. Kid's got a big arm, a big frame. And if you look at Fields' record in just temperatures under 40, it's awful. 0-7, 61% completion percentage. Passer rating mid-80s. I got news for you, Justin. Chicago's not getting warmer. <laughs> it's not getting warmer. And, um, and I was thinking about this. The Bears, I've never trusted Bears ownership or front offices. The great organizations manipulate the draft. I'll just throw this out to you. And this is part of what I love doing this show, just kind of throwing something out there. So if the Bears called Atlanta tomorrow with the eighth pick and said, we're going to give you Justin Fields. Atlanta's got a star tight end, a star receiver, kids from Georgia playing a dome, bad division. Atlanta, Arthur Blank doesn't want to be awful again. And they don't think Desmond Ritter's the guy. I watched them last year. Did you? Fields is bigger, stronger, more athletic. There's some wow there. It's mostly run wow. It's almost all run wow, but there's some wow there. So Atlanta says, hometown kid. We'll bring him back. And they give Chicago picks. And now Houston, 
who may like Bryce Young, and Indy, who their owner said loves Bryce Young. We heard his owner say that. Chicago goes, so I still got the number one pick, and I just got additional picks. And then you call Indianapolis, and Indy says, we love Bryce Young. That's what their owner said. And they don't want to risk having Houston take the number one. So then Indy gives you picks, and all you have to do is move back to four. And if you don't see a huge disadvantage, Bryce Young, Will Levis, C.J. Stroud, and in fact, Chicago is cold and windy, and Bryce Young, who played in California and the South, they may view him in Chicago as not the arm strength or the size they want for durability in that cold, windy weather. They may, their scouting department may like Will Levis. They may like C.J. Stroud. So then Indy gives you more picks because they're a dome team and a warm weather conference. They want Bryce Young. Get picks out of Atlanta, picks out of Indy, and you're in the number four spot. And you're a cold weather team. If you look at the history of cold weather, it's big, strong, armed guys that win. Even in Chicago, Jay Cutler, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, Joe Flacco, Big Ben, Tom Brady, 6'5", 225 with a very good arm. The Teddy Bridgewater kind of players, they don't, they're not built for that stuff. Big, strong arms. Even guys that didn't succeed at a high level. Jay Cutler, big arm. You could completely manipulate this if you're Chicago. Get picks from Atlanta, get picks from Indy, and still get a guy, Will Levis, big arm, smart kid. I don't know. I mean, none of these guys as rookies are going to have their act totally together. They're all going to situations that are difficult. But when you're already talking about you don't like the cold and you don't like the wind and I don't run as fast, listen, I, I don't like it either. But I'm not going public as a quarterback. It's the placebo effect. It's already in your head. So, you know, five days ago, four days ago when I brought this up, it was outrageous and ridiculous. It's getting discussed on every network for a reason. There are sources now saying people are discussing it for a reason. Chicago needs multiple players, not just an edge rusher. Call Indy. Manipulate Atlanta. Feels right to me. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD, H-E-R-D. New customers can bet 5 bucks, get $150 instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code HERD, H-E-R-D. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467. 
In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Sometimes I can't figure out why you even argue with me. Where Colin was right on a Friday, I said yesterday, oh, nothing but pushback. This rugby scrum they use in the NFL, the Eagles did, they're not going to, that thing's not going to last. Dean Blandino used to work for the league. Now Fox Sports said the league will address it. They're going to get rid of it. Uh, One of the things I said yesterday is, you're going to have 32 teams using this six and seven times a game. And Sean Payton, sure enough, came out yesterday and said, I will absolutely use that thing to death on third and fourth and one. It is absolutely a weight advantage. It's an unstoppable play. It's an automatic. Folks, as I said yesterday, leagues want to get rid of automatics. Automatic equals boring. That's why the NFL moved the PAT back. It was too easy. This is too automatic. Nobody's picking on the Philadelphia Eagles. They found a loophole in the, quote, tax system, and now it's time for the NFL slash IRS to close the loophole. Also, smart people, this is where baseball is just dim. The NFL's always been the smartest run league. They get their TV show. They understand that, and they're willing to make changes quickly. They've changed the catch rule. They've changed different penalties because it hurts the quality of the TV product. You know, you ever go on a long drive on a rural road? You got to be able to see problems. You got to see them before they happen. So Department of Transportation in America, these long rural roads you go on. We've all been on them. I used to go on one all the time to college, uh, Vegas to L.A., and they have these things on the side of the road. They call them, I wrote it down, rumble strips, where they put them off to the side so we don't have an epidemic in this country of thousands of cars flying off the freeway at 3 in the morning, Right. But there's no, there's no visual stimulation on a long drive in America on a rural road. And so if somebody dozes off, your car hits them, thrrr, makes a big noise, it wakes you up. Again, we didn't have an epidemic of this happening. But the Department of Transportation's like, you know what? This could be a problem. There's no stimulation here. A lot of people driving on these roads at 3 or 4 in the morning, people are weary, they're tired. So they create them. They saw around the corner before it became an epidemic, Right. Third and fourth and one are huge plays in football games. You do not want to make those automatics. Quarterback sneak is fine. 
That's an individual, often a star player, trying to find a little crevice between center and left guard, center and right guard, and they don't always make them. A lot of fourth and one quarterback sneaks don't work. This is a bunch of guys pushing a quarterback forward. It's just pure tonnage. There's nothing uh, aesthetically pleasing. It's not creative. It's not clever. And this is a television show. I always, baseball cracks me up. Like, who with a social life or any life wants to sit around for inning 18 of a baseball game on a Tuesday night? Finally, baseball came to terms with, we go to extra innings, we start with a man at second, we do not want to play 18-inning baseball games where there's nine people left in the stadium in Cleveland on a Tuesday. People have lives and a job. It's aesthetically not pleasing. You want more stadiums to be more full. That's why baseball stadiums should be smaller, packed. It's like the bar you walk by and you want to go to because there's a vibe. Empty baseball stadiums for hours in the 18th inning are a bad, bad look. Baseball's finally figured that out. The NFL's always understood it's a TV show. It's a bad aesthetic. Sean Payton's like, yeah, I'm going to use that thing six times a game. That's what you'd have. The NFL's seeing a potential mess, an optic mess for a TV program, number one TV program in America, before it arrives in mass. It's the right move. Nobody's picking on Philadelphia. Really, there's nothing out there to stick it to Philadelphia. The Eagles are one of the best draws in the entire National Football League. They really are. The Eagles have a big brand, not only locally, but regionally. This, this, a part of that television rating was not just Mahomes. The Eagles, we've been watching the Philadelphia Eagles play, I have, for 50-plus years, right? Good teams, bad teams, you remember all their best players. Nobody's picking on anybody. It's just bad TV and a bad trend. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. So the New York Giants, Daniel Jones, uh, is, his contract's going to come in at over $35 million a year. That would make him the ninth highest paid quarterback in the league. Now, I mean, that takes your breath away. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. So I am not defending it, but let me, let me put this in context. It will probably end up being like the 12th or 13th highest paid contract because Hertz is going to sign a deal. Burrow's going to sign a deal. They're going to get a lot more money. Herbert, Hertz, Burrow, maybe Lamar. So he would be like 12th to 13th highest paid. I think he's about the 18th best quarterback in the, country, in, in the NFL. I also think two A++ prospects are coming in next year, so he could become 18th to 20th within a year. Um, I think Brian Dayball did a great job. He's in a really tough spot. He didn't get the first three years of cheap Daniel Jones to bring in a bunch of great players. He got, hey, can you be the savior? And then we're going to need you to be an accountant because he's going to get really expensive fast. And that's not where Daniel Jones is going to help you out. But because the previous GM butchered the rebuild, mostly, and because the previous coach was mostly clueless, Dable just had to be a savior. And now immediately he's got to pay a guy who's probably 18th best quarterback in the league. And so again, if a guy is paid as the 12th highest and he's the 18th best, it's not the end of the world for a year. If you could franchise tag him, hit on some draft picks, that's not the end of the world. The question becomes long-term, what do you do? And again, quarterback position, these kids are better sooner if Bryce Young hits Caleb Williams hits Drake May hits three more that are more talented than Daniel Jones now you go from the 17th 18th best quarterback to the 21st and he's paid above middle of the pack 
Um, there's only two current ways to get to the Super Bowl, it appears, and we've been watching this for years. You have to have a superstar at quarterback like a Burrow, Mahomes, big-time arm, Stafford. Stafford was the number one high school quarterback, number one college quarterback, number one pick. Stafford's a big-time guy. Okay, first year in L.A. wins the Super Bowl, right? So that's the way to do it. Or to have a guy that's really, 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 really talented, really, really talented, but you get him on the rookie deal so he's cheap. A Jalen Hurts, a Jared Goff. Well, Jared Goff was the number one quarterback draft pick at a Cal. You know you got to be good to be number one draft pick at a Cal. Even Aaron Rodgers at Cal was like 20-something. And so, and Jalen Hurts has blossomed into a real star, outplayed arguably Mahomes in the Super Bowl. That's not who Daniel Jones is. He gives you about 15 touchdowns a year. So the kiss of death in the NFL for Super Bowls, it doesn't mean you can't win a division. It doesn't mean you can't win a playoff game. The kiss of death for Super Bowls is slightly above average quarterback, and you're paying them a lot. Tannehill, Dak, Kirk Cousins. And that's the space, at best, Daniel Jones is in. Tannehill can move, good enough to be a number one seed. Dak, I mean, I know he's a fourth rounder. Dak went 13-3 and as a rookie. And I think we all know Kirk Cousins is one of the more accurate throwers of the football on the planet. Shrinks in big games. But if Daniel Jones, and I think the ceiling is kind of Dak, Tannehill, Cousins, the way to win with that is in that first three years. The kiss of death out of the Super Bowl window is slightly above average and paying him a lot. Can't, can't get there. So if you're paying Daniel Jones $35 million, I would assume franchise tag for Saquon Barkley, or do you let him walk? Uh, franchise tag. It's running back. Okay, well, the other problem is the receivers. Kenny Galladay's getting cut. We know that. Well, you got to hit on a couple draft Other picks. receivers. Sterling Shepard is a free agent. Darius I'm, Slayton is a free agent. Richie James, who was actually good for them, is a free agent. Now, I'd let two of those guys walk. I'd probably keep one. Is it tough offseason for the Giants? I'm coming off the playoffs and a playoff victory. So they me tough decisions so to let make. So let me, again, make it positive. Daniel Jones... After the other stars sign, this contract would be about 12th highest in the league. Okay. There's been Tannehill, who I think was the number one cap hit <laughs> one of the last couple of years. It's not close to that bad. Uh, the second thing is the defense is really good and the coaches on the right side of the ball and excellent. So there's some real promising well, can things. Can I push and, back on the and, defense being so, good? Well, let me ask you. Because the Eagles they shredded them twice with okay. Jalen Hurts. Well, like, that's because them. you're handing the ball after every. Th- Three and out. So <laughs> the, this league is about getting the right positions right. Okay, let's start with this. Head coach, offensive. Giants have that. Edge rusher. Giants have that. Um, uh, star running back isn't vital, but it helps Saquon Barkley have that. Left tackle. Giants have that. The Giants have an average quarterback. They are not good at all at wide they're just capable they don't have a one i could argue they don't have a two um and so they've got elements if they hit on a receiver there's no they're a playoff team at the end of the first round they hit on a receiver well you have a lot of recipe eagles shouldn't quite be as stacked i think we both agree dallas pulls back slightly and i never trust washington so i could argue if you came back with the same team just more dynamic at receivers you're a playoff team in the nfc so if Daniel Jones is getting $35 million a year. What is Derek Carr, who we would both agree has been a better quarterback oh, than yes. Daniel Jones? No question. So wouldn't you rather just pay a little bit more for somebody you trust more in Derek Carr than Daniel Jones? I think they look at Daniel Jones as a big, strong guy who can run, 
Um, if you can, if, I I think the Mara family lived through chaos, and I think they almost look at Daniel Jones and see Eli, who took years to get it right, like year four. I think they look alike. I think he's more athletic than Eli. I think he's coachable. Uh, he comes from, you know, he's a smart. Daniel went to Duke. Uh, Eli's super bright. I think they, and, and Eli wasn't always great in New York. They had a lot of up and downs. It started ugly, then it was great. It ended ugly. They had bad years even in Eli's prime. And I think the Mara family is tight. They don't want to be the Jets. They don't want chaos. Let me ask you. It's a, go- it's a blue blood pr- football organization. And they believe in the NFC. They can, well, they've already seen it. They can be a playoff team, get out of the chaos space in the NFL. I mean, everything lined up for them this year. Yes or no? Can Daniel Jones elevate wide receivers? I don't believe so. Can Derek Carr? Yeah, well, Devontae Adams complained a lot about him this year. I would blame Josh McDaniels, but... Okay. That's, that's I, I like Derek Carr, but I don't see him as the classic mahomes Burrow elevator. I don't see that, I, but I like him. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me for the world of football or fighting or even shows like hbo's ballers what you don't know is for my entire life i have lived in something i refer to as the gray depression anxiety so now i'm coming out with a new podcast unbreakable a mental health podcast with jay glazer where each week while we talk about mental health i hope to describe it give it words listen to unbreakable with jay glazer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zinn is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zinn won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zinn. Find your Zinn online or in a store near you at zinn.com find. That's zyn.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, 
features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This is the time of the year after the All-Star break, I get into it. And, you know, trading deadline, guys moving around, KD to the Suns, I think is fascinating. So Adam Silver uh, was on TV yesterday, and he's talking about, you know, one of his concerns for the league, and I don't think it's as big a concern as he thinks it is, but here's Adam Silver, NBA commish. In the week leading up to the trade deadline, something like 12% of the league changed teams. And that's something that we were intentional about because we shortened contracts. Um, we recognize that that ability for teams to rebuild for now, it's not just about players, but for teams um, to make changes in direction, that that's healthy around the league. So, again, it's about finding the right balance around player movement. But but trade player trade demands are a bad thing. We don't want them to happen. Yeah. And we got to fo- and we got to focus on that and make sure that that everyone is honoring their agreements. Yeah, but there's also a lot of bad owners, and these guys get trapped and have you know seven, eight year prime careers, and they want out. I don't think KD to the Suns is bad for the league at all. I think it's great for the league. The Suns are a real brand. Suns are excellent. I think that's great. He forced his way out. Good. Nobody wants to watch. Brooklyn had the lowest TV ratings in the league, and that's with maybe the best broadcast team in the NBA. By the way, Kyrie to the Mavs. Interesting. Mark Cuban, Dallas, good brand basketball. It's good for the league. Uh, Anthony Davis to the Lakers. I wouldn't be shocked. I, I, I honestly believe I, I don't know what the future is of the Pelicans. I think they're well run, but it's not a big brand. Lakers are. AD to the Lakers in the bubble was great. Uh, they're interesting. I think uh, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are the Clippers. Clippers were never interesting my entire life. They're dysfunctional. <laughs> I mean, I, I again, somebody last night in the NBA I trust said, Kawhi Leonard, the, the team, they're at wit's end. I mean, he just doesn't communicate. You can't build a franchise around him, but it made him interesting. So I don't, I don't have a problem with mobility in my life, your life, or a player's life. I think the issue, I think they're misidentifying the issue. Uh, by the way, Shaq to the Lakers was great for TV ratings. It was great. Rodman moving to however you move, trade, demanding trade, however you move, it's all mobility. I can say, by the way, Kevin Durant for three years, LeBron to Miami. I don't care if it's a trade. I don't care if it's forced. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Mobility pays off. I've seen it multiple times. Um, I think the bigger problem is Boston Celtics benching five starters against the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm a small-town kid. I went to one Sonics game a year. I wanted to see downtown Freddie Brown and Dennis Johnson and Jack Sigma. All five of those guys weren't there for my game. That's bad for the league. They're misidentifying the problem. That stinks. You never know when any of these guys are going to play. Um, I mean, it, the Lakers is a circus, and I understand LeBron's old, but it's it's really bad. It's re- I mean, you got NFL guys. Jalen Hurts is playing hurt for six weeks. Literally, Patrick Mahomes is screaming at Andy Reid with a high ankle sprain. Duh. Lane Johnson had surgery an hour after the Super Bowl. NFL guys are fighting to get on the field. These guys are like, I have an ice cream headache. I, uh, I had some sorbet last night. I don't feel like playing. And it's just not good for the league. Uh, baseball, by the way, is doing the same thing. Baseball is trying to put a clock on the sport. 
It's not about time. I've never gone to a baseball game in my life and thought, oh, I got to get it out of here in two hours and 45 minutes. College football games are now four hours all the time. Ratings up. Super Bowl, four and a half hours. Massive audience. Baseball's problem isn't time of game. They've gone from 2.45 to 3.05. That's not the issue. Nobody goes to a ball game. You want a couple of beers, hang with a friend, talk business. You're with your kids. Nobody's sitting around looking at their watch. Baseball's issue, there's no activity. There's nobody getting hit. There's no base runners. That's why you got to get rid of the defensive shift. So sometimes you got to know what problem is the problem. I, I've never cared about mobility in the NBA. I like the idea. I'm a bad, like the transfer portal in college football. Everybody complains about it. Brian Kelly rebuilt LSU in an hour. Would you rather it be a three? LSU is one of my favorite programs in the country. Do I have to wait three years to get your act together? I mean, Nick Saban, when the transfer portal wasn't around, he lost to Louisiana Monroe the first year. USC, Lincoln Riley, boom. Four wins to 11, could have been 13 with two more plays. So I, I am just an, I don't care if you, hey, sometimes you have to demand a trade because you got a crappy owner. In a bad situation, all those guys in, in, in Brooklyn are like, get me out of here. KD to the Suns is fascinating. I mean, Kyrie to the Mavs has a ceiling. Neither one plays defense, Luka or Kyrie, but I, it's a, I've watched them already twice. It's a fun watch. It's good for the league. One more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Peter King, NBCSports.com. We don't get him on a Friday very much, especially after the football season. Very, very lucky today we get Peter. Okay, I said it yesterday. Smart companies cut off a problem before it becomes a big problem. I don't like the rugby scrum. I think, Sean, I think next year every team's going to use that thing four or five times a game. I think it's aesthetically unappealing. I don't like it. I want the league to change it, and I know Eagle fans don't want to hear it. What do you make? There's discussion now by Dean Blandino that Philadelphia scrum, do you think it'll be addressed by the league? Absolutely. There's no question about it. And Colin, what has happened is that uh, someone, namely the Philadelphia Eagles, intelligently has pushed this play beyond the limits of to me, I, I don't want to say fair play. They're just playing by the rules. Yeah. But it is a dumb rule. Always has been a dumb rule. Yeah. You can line up two 300-pound guys in the backfield and push a quarterback along with a really formidable offensive line. You know, it's just, it's not what football is. It's not what football was meant to be. I believe the competition committee will address it and change the rule in the offseason. I don't know that. But anytime the NFL sees something stupid happening, and this <laughs> is stupid, uh, they, they tend to fix it. Um, listen, Derek Carr's visiting the Jets. I think Carolina's a great fit. Frank Reich, weaker division. Uh, but the Jets do have an employee that used to be his quarterback coach in Oakland. So there's some, if you had to put on the Swami hat and say Derek Carr, because I really have always liked Derek much more than the <laughs> the population football fans. I think he's somewhere in that 11, 12, 13th best quarterback in the league. I think he'd make the Jets very viable. I think he would win the division potentially with Frank Reich. What is your guess on this? Well, I've always thought since the end of this season that uh, that the Jets would really want to see what was out there with uh, with Aaron Rodgers. But if they think that it's too risky and or Rodgers is not worth it, uh, 
uh, and the draft pick compensation is not worth it and you can get Derek Carr for free, I could see them going for Derek Carr. My only, my only asterisk on Derek Carr is that Colin, he was in a perfect situation this year. He had the best receiver he's ever played with, Devontae Adams. Uh, he had another really good receiver, even though he was hurt a bunch, in Hunter Renfro. And he had one of the quarterback-friendliest coaches in football in Josh McDaniels. Something went south with that offense. I don't know what it was. They're doing a very good job of keeping that in-house. But I would wonder, why was his completion percentage down 8% yeah. uh, when he's in such a good system for a quarterback? You know What happened to Derek Carr? I'd want to know all those answers before I got serious about Derek Carr. So this sounds crazy, but um, we saw the Jets almost, you know, a seven-win team that was a mess at quarterback, and we saw the Seahawks make the playoffs. What did they have in common? They crushed the draft. They got four and five starters, all really nice players. The Bears need about five draft picks to hit. Last year, they took a corner of safety. Both were excellent. So I said... If Justin Fields is as marvelous, and I'm 60-40, he's good. I don't think he's great. You could go to the Falcons. He's from Georgia. I'll throw this out to you, Peter. Bears need a lot of players. Minnesota and Green Bay, Detroit all have better rosters. You go to Atlanta and say, you give us your eighth pick. We'll give you Justin Fields, the backup as Marcus Mario to similar styles. You don't stay at number one, because you don't think Bryce Young, a small quarterback in the Chicago weather works. You then call Indy and say, we'll give you the number one pick. We'll take your four because you want Bryce Young because I heard your owner say it three days ago. I think Chicago needs a certain, they need a Seahawk draft to be viable. They, they need a lot of players, Peter. And you're not, if you draft Will Anderson, it doesn't do, it doesn't move the needle. Detroit, Minnesota, Green Bay, so when I hear the Justin Field rumors, there is part of me, Peter, that kind of buys them. Do you buy it at all? No. <laughs> and I don't know factually. I don't know factually that they wouldn't listen on Justin Fields. But tell me, tell me this, Colin. You could talk about all the draft choices you wanted. Remember when Miami would have given five ones to move up to get Joe Burrow and the Bengals smartly said no? I'm not saying that Justin Fields is Joe Burrow. What I am saying is, with the worst receiver core in football last year, getting the crap beat out of him, he rushed in, 1500, in 15 games, he rushed for 1,100 yards, and yeah, he completed only 60% of his passes. That's got to be a little bit better. It will be better if they add two receivers and they get better there. Uh, I, I think it's ridiculous to think about trading a guy who the coaches like, who I can tell you offensive coordinator Luke Getze really likes and who he wants to keep working with. So I would doubt they were going to trade him, nor do I think they should trade him. Okay, let me throw another quarterback dilemma at you. Um, the kiss of death to remove yourself from the Super Bowl is paying a B, B-minus quarterback a lot of money. Tannehill, Dak, Kirk Cousins. You win them with stars or talented young guys you're not paying yet. A Goff, a Jalen Hurts. If you pay $35 million for Daniel Jones, it's kind of you've removed yours. You've put yourself in that, in that space that I just watch history. It, you're not a Super Bowl team. 
What do you do with Daniel Jones? The Mara family doesn't like chaos. He's got some Eli qualities with the media. He's very humble, good kid. What do you do in New York? Well, you know, when I started hearing this stuff about $35 million a year, <laughs> that bothered me. Yeah. And it bothers me because it bothers me very simply because, you know, what really has Daniel Jones accomplished? So I think what you ought to try to do is do a short-term deal. You know, two years, 70 million, three years, 100, I don't know, something like that. But I don't understand a real long-term deal at 35 million a year because even though I'm sure that Brian Dable and Joe Shane really like this quarterback, how he's kind of won them over now, in my opinion, I really think that that this is a time for the Giants to have at least one more year to see if Daniel Jones is their long-term guy. I'm not I'm not buying in for four years at 35 or 40 million. No, a year. yeah, yeah. Uh, finally, you have been covering this league since 1984. I thought for a long time Elway was the most talented quarterback I ever saw. Brain power, arm, mobility. Um, I said this last week. Um, I'm not talking about GOAT, trophies. I think coachability, intelligence, arm angles, um, ability to play from deep behind, ad-lib ability. I, I think Mahomes is the most talented quarterback I've seen. Do you put him in kind of rarefied air? Where do yes. you put him? I mean, you know, all I know, Colin, is that Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady, by the time each was 27 had gotten his team to three Super Bowls. Mahomes won two, Brady won three. And by the time they were 27 years old, in all games, in all starts, regular season and playoffs, Tom Brady, 80% victories. Patrick Mahomes, 80% victories. Yeah. And so all, you know, and Mahomes does more things, okay? Now, that doesn't mean that he's going to play for 17 more years. It just doesn't. You have no idea what's going to happen. Right. But I can tell you this. Patrick Mahomes loves Tom Brady. Tom Brady has meant a lot to Patrick Mahomes. Going back to the overtime uh, championship game at Arrowhead that the Patriots won, that Brady spent 12 to 15 minutes with him after the game saying, you are unbelievably good. I admire you. You're doing it. Just keep doing what you're doing. And all you have to do is look at what he did this year. Yep. Play with a high ankle sprain, get it aggravated in the Super Bowl, and win his second Super Bowl. Uh, play incredible in the second half. Four possessions, three touchdowns, and a field goal. It just, you know, Patrick Mahomes is the it thing right now. He's the it guy. And um, I think he is the best the game has to offer. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. 
Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find yours in online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.